Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My teacher said that there is no historical record that Jesus ever existed. Is that a fact? Did your teacher say how she knew? She said, read on a website that there was no town of Nazareth during the time Jesus lived. Hmm, websites can say a whole lot of things, but that doesn't mean they're right. But there's a source of information that's never been proven wrong, the Bible. But she said that we can't use the Bible to prove what's in the Bible. So how do we prove the Bible? Well, for one thing, don't let skeptics who don't believe the Bible keep you from using it as evidence. In fact, many archaeologists use what's written in the Bible to guide their searches to find proof of the past. Wow, now that's something I can show my teacher. What searches do you know about? How about this one? In 2009, the Israeli Antiquities Authority found evidence of an ancient house buried beneath the walls of a church built on the site that was traditionally considered to be the very location where Jesus grew up. Cool! Hold on now. Just remember that no one ever dug up a mailbox with Jesus' name on it. But from the types of pottery found and the kinds of construction in the surrounding area, they can affirm that it fits the time frame of the biblical town of Nazareth. And that's a fact. Normal treatment of a document is that they will give it credence as being true until they find something that disagrees with it. But that's not consistently being used for the Bible and shows a bias. There are people who had that attitude. Sir William Ramsey, about 150 years ago, who was an atheist who took the idea that, boy, he could go through the book of Acts because it had all of these names of cities and places and people and prove that the Bible was totally inaccurate. He did 25 years of investigation into the Bible and found out that every one of those things could be verified as being 100% true and that you could treat the Bible with the utmost scrutiny and find it to be 100% true. That not only was the results of Ramsey's study, but also of Dr. Wilson about 150 years ago when looking at the whole Old Testament. Terry, what were your thoughts on all this? Not only was Jesus mentioned by the ancient historians Josephus and Tacitus, the people that say Jesus did not exist are saying that this worldwide movement was generated around a fictional character. I disagree with Islam, but there is no doubt that Muhammad existed. Jesus had such a monumental impact that we divide time in two based on his life. The use of the term CE for AD and BCE for BC are a denial of that. People are trying to rewrite history. The problem with getting into a discussion with someone about whether or not Jesus existed is you do not get into the real discussion of who Jesus is. Was Jesus just a teacher? Was Jesus a prophet? Is Jesus God incarnate? Did Jesus die for our sins? You know, that's what we really need to be talking about. These are the questions that need to be addressed. So if someone frames a debate about whether or not Jesus existed, we have already lost an opportunity. Now, if they have honest questions because of what they have been told, then that is another matter. Well, what you've hit upon is the point of this whole fallacy, this whole narrative that's going on that Jesus never existed. They want you to be in the mire of that discussion rather than talking about the salvation Jesus offers. 
They right. want us to get away from that whole point. It's interesting also that you brought up, most people don't understand, I am very thankful that this has only become good or prevalently used in archaeological circles and not as widely in society. We have our whole calendar set up based upon the life of Christ. B.C. was before Christ. A.D. is Anno Domine in the year of our Lord. In archaeological circles today, they are trying to substitute C.E. for common era, which means since, guess what? The birth of Christ. (laughs) But they're writing him out of it. And B.C.E., which was before common era, which again is before Christ. Christ. It's just the open hypocrisy of that and the open way of them trying to write Christ out is very consistent with what we're talking about today. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzadel. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Carl, you brought together this skit for Jesus Never Existed. What were you thinking when you did? What was I thinking? Well, we look at some current evangelists for Christ, like Lee Strobel and Josh McDowell. Both of them were atheists who worked to try to disprove the Bible, and by doing their research... They found that the Bible was totally accurate and trustworthy in in all that it said. And so they became believers simply because, even though they tried to disprove it, they believed it because they found there could be no other way. When the teacher says, don't use the Bible to prove the Bible, well, Terry was talking about there are various writers from history about the time of Christ who wrote about Christ. He mentioned Josephus and also Tacitus. Tacitus was a senator and a historian of the Roman Empire. In fact, he talked about how Christians were put to death by Pontius Pilate, the procurator of Judea in the reign of Tiberius, which sounds a whole lot like what you'll read in the Bible, in the Gospels. And see, which one was it? Pliny the Younger was asking advice from one of the higher-ups in Rome. He says, how can we get these Christians to quit singing about Christ all the time? They do it every week on Sundays and uh, on special days of the year. Uh, So, you know, it's kind of, it sounds kind of funny to read what they wrote about Christ, but all of this is evidence that it truly happened. There were early Christians that were following Christ and a Christ that was risen. So to say that Christ never existed is to disbelieve not only the Bible itself, but also many trusted historians from that era. You mentioned Pliny. He was governor of Bithynia and wrote about Christ and this problem you were talking about approximately 112 AD. There are so many other people, uh, historians who have written about Christ and were eyewitnesses. Again, I take huge issue with that you should give the Bible no credence. The whole New Testament, 27 books are written about Christ. There includes in there 500 witnesses that were, in addition to the disciples, who were witnesses to his resurrection, to his walking after death. Jewish writers in the Jewish Babylonian Talmud wrote of Christ and the problems they had with him. If any group ever wanted to not talk about Christ... It would have been the Jewish leadership, and yet they verified his existence and the problem. You talked, Terry, about Josephus, Tacitus. You talked about Pliny. He's in the Koran. One of the fascinating things about Koran is he's mentioned many more times than Muhammad is Hmm. in the Bible. Jesus is. And the Roman writer Suetonius 
in 120 AD, wrote of not only Christ, but the effects of his ministry and his life. Terry, you made a very interesting point that they were having all these problems with Christ in the years after these writers were talking about, and you didn't think that a fictional character could do yet. You don't think that Tom and Jerry can start a religion of their own? I Just by a good so. cartoon? I don't think you so. You don't think so. I don't think so either. And again, the, the sad part of this, we wrote our whole calendar based upon the reality of this guy's life. And yet we have people who are starting these hoaxes. I don't like the current term of fake news, but folks, this is fake news. This is ridiculousness. Carl, any closing thoughts? Well, once again, I come back to the Bible itself and what both Lee Strobel and Josh McDowell found was that it would be totally ludicrous to think that the disciples, the apostles of Christ, would go to their deaths saying that Christ existed, knowing that they could not make any money. They could not get any power out of it. They could not further their own bank account in any way, shape, or form. They went to their deaths saying something that they believed. Now, if they didn't believe it, if they thought it was true, why would they have done that? That would be just total craziness. No human being would do that, especially couldn't find 12 of them get together and do something like that. That is always my best logic for the proof of not only Christ, but the resurrection. In that, I don't know probably 12 people that will die for the truth. I certainly don't know 12 people that will die for a lie. And their testimony of that, of how they took death rather than recant, is great evidence of what Christ is and who he was. One of the other inconsistent things that they do with the Bible is that if you haven't found evidence of something, they say, well, the Bible says it, but that has never been proved. We find stuff all the time. They've said for years that King Sargon never existed, and yet we've now found found archaeological evidence of him. Nebuchadnezzar was talked about in the Bible, and yet they said, ooh, the Bible's an error because we've never found evidence of that. We've now found evidence of his palace and him. Pontius Pilate, well, that's talked about, but there's no evidence. Ooh, wait a minute, we've now found his signet ring with Pontius Pilate on it. So we need to treat this whole thing as understand that Christ existed, he came to save us, and he is a reality that needs to be dealt with. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oak. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzville, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.